So when I first met Tomi, it was at Venture Out, which is a summit and organization for LGBT inclusion in tech. And Tomi was there supporting the cause um, I was there attending. And this was probably about eight months before this article actually ended up happening. And I just remember the energy and electricity that she brought with her. Every single word was passionate and exciting. And I was in the middle of uh, working at a startup at the time. I was thinking about starting my own business again. Um, I, I had Pulse Blueprint in an earlier incarnation at that time, and, and it was a, just a side hustle. And I started talking to Tomi about makeup for melanin girls and what that was all about and how she come to found it. And she explains like, oh, you know, it's this makeup brand. It's for women with with melanin skin, darker skin, uh, and it, it's made for them. You know, a lot of beauty products are not made for them. And I was not shocked by that. I, I had done some work in the diversity and inclusion space, but I don't wear makeup personally. Uh, and, and even my sister growing up was never a huge, huge makeup person. So I never got that much exposure to the idea of makeup. Of course, I'd seen it in the media and on my friends, but we never talked about it all that much. It wasn't a big part of my life. And so when she's telling me about this, I'm like, really, you know, that's a that's a challenge. Okay, fair. You you are building a cool business. How are things going? And she goes, Oh yeah, we're we're doing about ten thousand a month um, USD revenue. Uh, you know, I grew everything from Instagram alone. We've got hundred thousand some odd followers on Instagram. And at this point, I'm like, oh, Okay, um, you're this young, you know, twenty something. I, I think entrepreneur. You casually built this up. Uh, I need to talk to you. Like I need to interview you. There, there was something in me that just said, I have to talk to this girl. There's, there's a story here. And, you know, fast forward eight months, I send her an email going, hi, um, I'm, I'm Stefan. I don't know if you remember me. We haven't spoken since venture out, but I'm the one that told you that I was going to interview you at some point. And well, you know, here I am, if you still want to, uh, be interviewed by me. And she's like, yeah, oh, of course I remember you. Like, great, great to talk to you again. Come, let's chat. And, you know, we went through the, the basic story. How was it founded? Tell me how's it going, et cetera, et cetera. But, but one thing that really stuck out was um, the, the bit near the end of the article around self-care and around understanding how necessary that is. And it was funny, you know, uh, all of my questions when I interview people have the the what and then the how format. So, you know, what happened or tell me about a time that you did X or tell me about a time that you overcame Y. And then I follow up with what was the experience that either told you that you had been successful or let you know that you overcame an obstacle or, or indicated that you were going on the right path. And I asked her about... Uh, difficult times. And uh, and she's like, oh, you know, I just, I put a lot of pressure on myself. I really want to succeed. Sometimes I need to really back up and like pay attention to how far I've come and what my goals are and not just push myself constantly. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, what experience made you realize that? What was the, what was the one thing or, or the buildup? You know, tell me that story that, of how you actually learned it. And she paused and she goes, 
You know, honestly, I don't think uh, there are any single experiences that came up and, you know, it was just a a thing that you used to kind of realize over time. And, and then she paused again and she goes, oh, wait, maybe it was that time that I had to go to the ambulance because I, or sorry, to the hospital in an ambulance because I was having an anxiety attack. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, we have our story. And she tells me the story and, and that's in the article and you should read it because it's a, a really interesting mental narrative to see where her mind went and, and how she came to this conclusion. She, she actually thought she was dying. And that's one of the, the classic feelings of a real anxiety attack and a real panic attack. Um, but what I wanted to talk about today was how she didn't even know that, that that was the moment until we were talking about it. She had brushed it off so easily, so effortlessly because she was so focused on her, her outcome and her story and her business. And on one hand, I, I admire that so strongly because as an entrepreneur, if you dwell on the negative, there's plenty of it um, and it will drown you. And I have a ton of respect for her for what she did to move on, say, you know, this happened to me, this happened for me, it taught me a lesson, I, I picked up that lesson and let's go. But then at the same time, it was interesting, because she had almost forgotten that that was the experience. And it came back to her while we were talking. And I'm so happy it did, because the real lesson that I got from my conversation with her was not, um, not, you know, hustle and build some Instagram followers. That's, that's a crucial lesson. And I'm, I'm so happy that she had that experience and shared it with me and I get to share it with the world. But the real lesson that I picked up from her that I walked away thinking like, huh, this is, this is crazy. Uh, this is, you know, just such an intense moment for her was understanding where your lessons come from. Because when you ground your lessons in in real things, in the most tangible things you possibly can. As an entrepreneur, I realized how necessary that was. You know, when we're creating things from scratch, Tomi is in the e-commerce business, so she actually has a thing. She can pick up uh, some of her makeup and say, I made this. You know, I, I coordinated all this, and she was so good at telling the story of the, the physical thing how she found the manufacturers, how she negotiated, how this all came to be, the, the stuff she's doing now around content and things like that. But I think we as entrepreneurs need to pay more attention to some of the invisible things, the sources of our lessons, whether that be a person or an experience uh, or just something we read. You know, it could be as easy as I read it in an article, thought I'd give it a shot and it worked. And so that for me was a big piece of this interview. Uh, it was eight months in the making. I was so, so excited to talk to Tomi when we finally got booked. I went to her uh, new old office. She's in the, the fashion zone at the Ryerson DMZ. If you're not in Toronto, that's a, a university-linked startup accelerator, and it is super cool. Um, but throughout all this, throughout her success, throughout the passion that she's pushing herself with and comparing herself to other founders, but then also coming back to her story and her mission and her community, I love that she grounded, again, her invisible experiences in, uh, in the way that she actually learned those lessons instead of just sitting up top and saying, oh, you know, this is uh, something useful that I learned that everyone should know. 
Anyways, just a little bit of commentary there. I hope you enjoy the rest of the article, and I hope that you have fun with the rest of the content on Pulse Blueprint. If you have any reactions to Tommy or to my commentary here, please leave a note, a comment, uh, or engage with us on social. We are at Pulse Blueprint on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn.